What's up, everybody? Welcome to my not-so-humble opinion. I hope y'all have had a very good Easter. I know I sure did. Yesterday, I went to a little family get-together, ate some food, you know, caught up with some family members. I had a great time. I hope the rest of you had a great time as well. So, I'm sure by now y'all have heard about the uh, terrorist attacks in Sri Lanka up to, I read some articles today, up to almost 300 people, roughly 300 people have been killed in terrorist attacks that targeted churches and hotels. And uh, certain world leaders, and I use the term leaders loosely, have come out and, sa have come out and said, people celebrating Easter have been attacked or were attacked yesterday. Well, you know, there's a certain term for people who go to church and celebrate Easter. I wonder why, you know, these certain individuals didn't use that term. But, yeah, this 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 is basically going to be the topic for today. Today I'm going to go into Christianity. I'm going to launch I'm going to launch an internet crusade against pagans, atheists, and Muslims today. So I hope y'all enjoy. And for those of you that belong to any of those groups that I'm mentioning, I um kiss my ass. So, let's get started. Alright, so, something I want to talk about, something that really grinds my gears is the, uh, those, is people who talk shit about the Catholic Church, and uh, I, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, I grew up Catholic, you know, I have a, a bit of a Catholic upbringing, uh, people who talk shit about the Catholic Church and say all kinds of fucked up shit about Catholics because of the whole sex abuse thing. Why don't these people say anything about sex abuse by orthodox jewish rabbis now i'm not trying to be anti-semitic here but seriously there are several instances there are many instances of orthodox jewish rabbis sexually abusing children now in judaism there's a con there's a concept or a term called mesira i'm probably not pronouncing that right but whatever y'all i'm sure y'all are gonna fig gonna go look it up and you know figure out what i'm talking about anyway what this is basically like the jewish equivalent of no snitching and it, it has guidelines uh, for reporting uh, Jewish clergymen to secular authorities and things of that nature. And a lot of Orthodox Jewish rabbis use this as, um, use these guidelines to basically cover their asses once they were exposed uh, sexually abusing these children. Now this is interesting. Um, I read an article by the Jerusalem Post that stated, uh, or they... They, they discussed a study that said former Orthodox Jews are more likely to have been sexually abused than people in the general population. Now, this is another thing I want to get into. Sexual abuse by teachers in public schools, right? It seems like almost every week there's a, there's a story about some, some school teacher or somebody sexually abusing a kid or having some kind of inappropriate relationship with a student, right? But I never hear... These same people who talk shit about the Catholic Church, they never say anything about Jews. They never say anything about school teachers. Not that we should denigrate school teachers or, or you know, Jews or anything like that. But seriously, if it, seriously, the way these people talk about Catholics would not fly with Jews or Muslims or any other group. And it really grinds my gears. But anyway, um, I don't really have a whole lot of statistics for you know sex abuse in. Uh, by teachers in public schools because the evidence I have seen or uh, the people or people say that some of the evidence is kind of uh, shady I mean like they're not saying it doesn't happen but they're saying like official statistics are a little hard to come by but if anyone does have actual statistics that you know like actual tangible statistics that are verifi they're verifiable then I would love to see them 
but it is a phenomenon that does happen regardless. And you don't have to go very far to search for it. And in fact, you know what? I know somebody, or I know someone who knows somebody who was uh, sexually abused by a teacher. I'm not going to use real names. My friend, uh, my f- my friend David, right? Or, uh, or actually, no, I used that name last time. My friend, uh, my friend Nick, right? He said, or he, he was a buddy of mine from high school. He said he 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 had a band teacher. I'm going to say his name because he's already in prison. The, the authorities have already dealt with him. Mr. Flatley. So Mr. Flatley was uh, you know, playing the skin flute and giving hands-on demonstrations and shit. And you know, he had an inappropriate relationship with a female student. And, you know, Eventually his ass got caught and exposed for that shit and he's in prison now. But yeah, we, uh, me and my other friends, we used to mess around with him about that shit. And we <laughs> give him a hard time for it. But yeah, uh, so... Anyway, what, like I never hear, I never hear these people who criticize the Catholic Church talk shit about school teachers in the same way, or criticize Jews in the same way. And this is something I actually learned. Uh, next topic, this is something I actually learned about not too long ago. I learned about the mosque Me Too movement. I'm sure by now y'all are familiar with, you know, the secular regular Me Too movement. But there was actually a movement called the mosque Me Too movement, which was started by, um, by Muslim women who were sexually abused or sexually assaulted. During their pilgrimages to Mecca, right? And this took off, uh, I want to say around like early 2018 maybe. And it, and it just blew up. But yeah, like I said, this podcast is, a, is it, it teaches me a lot. I, I learn a lot of things doing this podcast. And, um, I'll, and like I said, I go into this with certain preconceived notions. Or there are things that I don't know, or unknown unknowns, right? There are things I don't know that I don't know, but... I discover a lot of these things, you know, compiling when I compile data for these episodes. Anyway, never hear these, never hear these anti-Catholic faggots out here talking about, oh, or criticizing Muslims and Jews the way they do Catholics, or other, you know, people of other denominations of Christianity. And since we're on the topic of that, uh, let's talk about the Notre Dame uh, cathedral burning. All right, so. A lot of these people, a lot of these motherfuckers, go on about, oh, the Catholic Church has plenty of money. We shouldn't donate to the Catholic Church. Why don't you donate to Flint or to Puerto Rico or why don't you donate to some other cause? The church has plenty of money. They don't need our money. Well, look, a lot of you guys don't even donate. A lot of you guys are not even donating to those causes either. You just want to be all pissy uh, fucking churches and Catholics again. You just want to, again, you just want to have an outlet for your anti-Christian sentiment. That's all that is. And uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Flint and Puerto Rico real quick. I'm half Puerto Rican, alright? I would love to help the people of Puerto Rico. If you look, I respect people who donate money to you know to Puerto Rico, alright? I love the fact that people are doing that. But here's the thing. A lot of a lot of the issues over there are exacerbated by um you know, just corrupt officials over there and incompetent people in the government over there, alright? So, I mean, it will be, so, I'm not saying, I'm not discouraging people from donating, I'm just saying the effects or, you know, the positive effects of, you know, people in the private sector helping or, you know, helping the people of Puerto Rico out is mitigated by, you know, just corruption and, you know, mismanagement and all that over there. So, 
it, and it's fucked up because, you know, the people of Puerto Rico deserve better than that. And now Flint is another, again, it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like a lot of the EPA and the federal government has given, uh, has given Flint lots of money to fix their problem. So this just indicates to me that the problem over there in Flint has more to do with, you know, local incompetence and local corruption than, than, than just not having any federal money. And, you know, this is, this is another, this is another thing I want to, another thing I want to, you know, put out to you guys. So religious people actually donate more time and donate more, more money than, you know, non-religious people or atheists or, you know, you know, people, people in that camp. But a lot of, a lot of the atheists want to go on about how religious people are just, you know, are, you know, skin flints and they don't donate to charity or, you know, they just... Or they use their religion to, you know, call people lazy or, you know, all kinds of other fucked up shit, all the fucked up things that I hear atheists say about Christians and, you know, other, uh, primarily Christians, but, you know, because, you know, again, a bunch of them are a bunch of flaming faggots and hypocrites who don't have the balls to criticize other religions, just want to focus on Christianity because it's easy. They know Christians aren't going to fight back. You know, they know Christians are not going to, you know, raise hell about it like the Jews or the Muslims will. And they're, and that also makes them cowards. I have a very, I have hu- a huge beef with the atheist community, man. And that's something I'm going to talk about in another episode. I'm not going to go into that a whole lot today. But damn, man, it really... And listen, I used to be there, man. I used to be one of those people who were like, Oh, God is dead. Oh, fuck the church. Yeah. But look, I grew out of that, man. Eventually, and this is... And this, you know, uh, Stefan Molyneux, I, I always reference Stefan Molyneux, he, he tweeted, he basically put out a tweet apologizing for some of the previous statements he's made about Christianity and said, I stand with you guys, and Christian ethics have guided me and influenced me throughout my whole life, and I'm sorry for saying a lot of things I've said about Christianity. That, that's basically where I'm at right now. I mean, I'm not like a genuine believer, per se. I'm not like really religious. But like I said, I recognize that Christian ethics and Christian morality has guided me and, you know, influence, you know, influence me, influence, influence me in my life. So, yeah, guys. So I feel like a lot. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. The these people, these same people who are usually, you know, on the left, on the left wing of the political spectrum. These, I, I can't even, I'm having a hard time articulating myself because these people just really rub me the wrong way that much. And a lot of these people are in high up places, like they're celebrities, they're, you know, academics, they're in the news media, which, which, you know, a lot of people wonder why journalists aren't really respected nowadays. I mean, they're, 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 there are good reasons why that is. Again, another episode for another day, but, oh yeah, um. I'm sure some of y'all may have heard about this. I'm not sure. Uh, 24 people were actually injured in a church in Germany because a dude set off uh, firecrackers, or I don't, I don't know, I don't remember what the whole story was. A dude stormed the church and set off a bunch of fireworks, and 24 people were injured. Now, some people say he may have yelled "Allahu Akbar." He may have been a Muslim terrorist. We don't know. That's not verified. Well, hey, it's within the realm of possibilities, judging by you know previous terrorist attacks that have taken place on the continent of Europe, but anyway, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's ridiculous, I, I find it, it, it's sickening almost, to know it's sickening, that, like, 
nothing that pisses me off. Uh, 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 real, real nigga hours. Nothing pisses me off more than a hypocrite. Okay, it's like, and I and I've run into people. I've run into a lot of religious hypocrites, which you know turned me off to religion for you know a pretty significant amount of time. But nothing pisses me off than people who are like, do as I say, not as I do. It really. Oh my god, it just makes me want to, it, it makes me want to punch something, it makes me want to freaking choke a motherfucker, alright? I'm not saying I will, but it make, it really makes me feel that way, it makes me want to throttle somebody. So now I'm going to get into, um, the death toll of Christianity, quote unquote, and, you know, some common misconceptions, and all kinds of other bullshit I hear about Christianity, alright? So I'm going to start off with some of the, you know, some of the more significant some of the more significant misconceptions. I'm going to start with the Salem witch trials. A lot of people say, "Oh, well, in re- well, a lot of people who bring this up, the Salem witch trials, bring this up in response to, you know, those who address the death toll of Islam. A lot of the time, they they can't even refute they don't even try to refute the death toll of Islam or defend Islam. They just say, "But Christianity." So, the Salem witch trials only like 20 something people only 20-something people were killed throughout the whole thing. I mean, yes, one innocent life being taken is too many, ultimately, but it's really not as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. What, like 25 people were executed throughout the whole thing? Now, again, I'm against religious fundamentalism, but still, this is... Let me... Okay, let me let me, let me me go on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat this topic to death if I keep talking about it. So, let me let me address the Spanish Inquisition next. Now, there are historians with varying figures about the death toll, regarding the death toll of the Spanish Inquisition. Some historians, some historians say, you know, over, over the whole period, which was, what, like a couple hundred years, maybe? Like, three to five thousand people died, which, again, one innocent life being taken is too many. I agree. But this is, this is a drop in the bucket. This is a drop in the bucket compared to, you know, think to things or, you know, atrocities committed by other religions. And I'm not trying to say, you know, oh, this religion, oh, this religion's better than this. I'm just saying, I'm just tired. I am fucking tired of people who just want to attack Christianity all day and then ignore the atrocities and wrongdoings of people of other religions. It's, it's fucking stupid. Now, the Crusades, this is another one, all right? Now, I'm probably going to throw a lot of the atheists and the pagans, you know, the anti-Christians a bone here. I might do that with what I'm about to say, so, a lot, but first, a lot of the people who go on about the Crusades, they conveniently ignore that, you know, the Muslims were basically on the warpath for the previous, what, 400 years, and they were harassing Christian pilgrims who were, you know, take, making pilgrimages to Jerusalem, now, for a while, there was, for, now, the, co- kind of a tolerant, the tolerance or coexistence between the Christians and the Muslims kind of waxed and waned for a time, I mean, it's not like they were totally diametrically opposed to each other all the time. I mean, there were periods where they did, you know, peacefully coexist. But, um, eventually, but, you know, eventually just things came to a head and, you know, day is fault. That's all I gotta say, day is fault. That's what happened. So, I can delve deeper into that in another episode, but for right now, you know, that, I'm just gonna, that's all I'm gonna get into with that. So, now this is another this is another thing that anti Christians don't want to talk about. They want to go on about how Christianity was used to justify slavery and all kinds of stuff like that. Well, why is no why don't y'all talk about the Islamic slave trade? The Islamic slave trade, or, or you know the Arab slave trade to be more specific. But 
a lot of way more people died it, during the Arab slave trade than during the transatlantic slave trade and the tra- and the Arab slave trade lasted for longer than the transatlantic slave trade did now a lot of the evil white Christians that y'all like to go on about were actually instrumental in ending slavery ending the transatlantic slave trade like William Wilberforce is a very good example now where slavery still widely practiced the Islamic world Africa places like that listen it's not the evil white straight male Christians that are perpetuating slavery all right and that's another thing that really grinds my gears I'm gonna get into you know I'm gonna get into you know race relations and all that in a later episode I know I keep talking about things that I'm gonna get into later episode but anyway now I'm sure some of y'all have heard of I've heard about the um have heard this claim. I'm sure some of y'all have heard this claim. I'm sure y'all have heard that, you know, the Catholic Church held back scientific and intellectual advancement during the Middle Ages, and that, um, you know, it was, you know, during this time, the Muslims were actually making most of the intellectual advances during this time. So, that's not entirely true. I mean, the Islamic Golden Age was taking place during this time. I'm not, you know, disputing that or, you know, trying to, you know, discount that. But a lot of the learning, the learning that did take place, and a lot of the intellectual advances and scientific advances that took place during this time were actually because of the Catholic Church, all right? Now, there's a book out there, I haven't read the whole thing yet, just a disclaimer, but there's a book called How the Catholic Church Built Western Civilization by a a prominent libertarian figure named Thomas Woods. Uh, He's also Catholic, but... So just what I've read so far, it's a pretty good book. It's jam-packed full of facts and information. I highly recommend that y'all get it. And when I when I do get around to completing the book, I'm going to do a review on here and, you know, go through the book with you guys. So the Benedictine monks, for example, the Benedictine order, actually made significant advances in agriculture. And the Cistercians, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, actually did a lot of great work in technology. Um... Oh yeah, Catholic monks were instrumental in a lot of higher learning and education during the Middle Ages. So don't listen to a lot of these people who a lot of these people make this claim that you know the church has held back learning, and you know it's because it's called the Dark Ages because you know because the church suppressed learning. Like that is that could not be further from the truth. All right, so Westboro Baptist Church, right? Now, a lot again. A lot of the atheists like to point to Westboro Baptist Church as a bad, as an example of bad Christians or Christian wrongdoings. But every genuine Christian I know, and I'm talking about people who walk the walk and talk the talk. I'm not talking about people who play church. All right. A lot of genuine Christians, or actually all the genuine Christians I've encountered, uh disavow Westboro Baptist Church and condemn Westboro Baptist Church. And listen, as fucked up people as they are, listen, I don't like them at all. I hate those motherfuckers, okay? But as fucked up people as they are, they've never killed anybody. Now, again, not condoning them at all, but you gotta, hey, they've never killed anyone. Yes, they say all kinds of fucked up things, but listen, it's within the confines of the law, and I believe no matter, look, that's their free speech, okay? I don't agree with that. I totally don't agree with anything they say, but 
Look, that's their right to free speech. Look, if they want to say it, that's their freaking opinion. They have a right to it, okay? I'm a free speech absolutist, right? So, here's some some uh, some lesser known uh, facts and information that I want to present to you guys, okay? So this so right now, I'm sure for some of you guys who study, you know, African politics or you know just geopolitics in general. There's currently a civil war going on in the Central African Republic between Christians and Muslims. And the whole mechanics of the conflict, like how everything went down, is very, it's very fuzzy and it's very multifaceted, very, very complicated. But both sides have unclean hands in the conflicts. The Christians in the conflict, and I use the term Christian loosely in this context... Christians have committed all kinds of atrocities against innocent Muslims, and, you know, the Muslims have committed all kinds of atrocities against innocent Christians. It's just a fucked up situation all the way around, so, you know, it's not... So I'm not going to take a side there, because both sides are in the wrong there. This, this, is, this is the point This is the point in the podcast where I kind of throw the, uh, the anti-Christians a bone to a certain extent. So... I mentioned the Crusades earlier, so a lot of y'all, when you when you when y'all think of the Crusades, a lot of you guys think of Jerusalem in the Middle East, right? But there was actually there was actually uh, there were Crusades that were fought in Europe, and not like in the Mediterranean area of Europe. I'm talking about Northern Europe and the Baltic countries, okay? So these were the Northern Crusades and the Baltic Crusades. Those took place between the 11th or the 1100s and 1200s in Scandinavia and the Baltic countries. So basically what happened, what took place was um, a lot of Christian kingdoms tried to quote-unquote evangelize pagan kingdoms in Northern Europe and evangelize them by force, basically. Convert them by force, basically. So um, a lot of... um, I've seen death tolls for like all the crusades. I, I believe it amounts to what, like a million people maybe? I mean, I shouldn't say it so I shouldn't you know say it so flippantly, but I mean, look, this is gonna this I'll 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 point out I'll point out the significance of this later, but yeah, and then there were also the Albigensian Crusades. This is funny. I actually learned about a lot of this stuff my junior year of high school because I, I went to a Christian high school. And I took a church history class where I learned about the history of you know Christianity and everything. But one thing I I remember learning about was the Albigensian Crusades. It was. It was basically a crusade against this belief system called Catharism, which the the Catholic Church deemed heretical. And a lot of the Cathars were focused, were concentrated in what is today southern France. And there are historians who regard this as a genocide. I've seen figures about that, that estimate that around, what, 200,000, uh, hundreds of thousands, maybe a million of these Cathars were killed. Um, but yeah, that... It's, that's just some lesser known information I thought I would share with you guys. I mean, I'm trying to, like, cover all the bases here. Um, I'm trying to, like, you know, touch all the bases here. But uh, this is gonna, this is gonna have more significance later on in the podcast. Now, 30 Years War. There are people who use the 30 Years War as kind of a, as like a polemic against Christianity. But the 30 Years War was a political conflict with religious justifications and, like, religious overtones, I guess you could say. Because if you actually read about the Thirty Years' War, France fought alongside the Protestants, and France is about as Catholic as it gets. So the Thirty Years' War was a geopolitical conflict. It was not 
it was not a religious conflict or it was not totally a religious conflict. It was more about geopolitics and, you know, power more than anything else. And I also hear a lot of this same a lot of this same stuff in regards to what's going on in Ireland or what took place in Ireland, you know, the troubles basically. Uh Okay, what y'all don't know, probably, is that the IRA is actually a Marxist-atheist organization. Now, I'm not, you know, blaming atheists for, you know, the actions of the IRA, but the, the, what's happening in Ireland, or what happened in Ireland, has more to do with, is more political, and it has its roots in nationalism. I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, attacking nationalism here, but a lot of the, but a lot of the conflict stems from politics and nationalism. Not, it's not because of religion. And a lot of these faggot-ass motherfuckers out here want to say that religion causes all sorts of suffering in the world, and it's and millions of people have died because of religion and religion this and that. Listen, I, I look. Religion can be used for good. It can be used for bad. All right, there are bad people out there who twist religion and use it for evil purposes. Okay, and I'm gonna get into that here in a minute. Especially in regards to, to, you know, quote-unquote Christians. But, uh, I forgot who, I forgot which historian it was, but he basically wrote a book. Or he wrote a book outlining all the causes of different, of all the different wars throughout history. It was like, what, 3,500 wars throughout the course of human history? And only about 130 of them, I'm sure someone in the comment section who's listening to this can, um, can enlighten me on who this, uh, on who this historian was, and you know, be and be able to enlighten the viewer, the listeners as well. But only about 120, 130 of these conflicts out of the thousands of wars throughout the course of human history were a direct result of religion. Way more people have died because of secular causes, for secular causes and secular, you know, secular wars than in religious war. I mean, World War One, World War Two. I mean, World War Two kind of did have a, you know, religious, uh, religious. Uh, element too. I mean, in regards to the Holocaust, but again, that was more because of extreme nationalism, not necessarily be because of religion. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, I mean, World War One, World War Two, the Russian Revolution, Korea, Vietnam, Napoleonic Wars. Way more people have died because of secular causes and secular conflicts than religious conflicts. That's what a lot of these people don't understand. And now I'm going to address the pagans for a minute. A lot of pagans want to go on about how the Christian... And I've noticed this along a lot with, uh, you know, people who follow, you know, Varg Vikernes and, you know, the, the far-right racist pagans. Which, y'all are a bunch of faggots anyway, but, you know. Um, I'm going to address something. I'm going to discuss something with you guys real quick. A lot of you guys want to go on about how Christianity... Or how the Christians genocided the the pagans and did all kinds of fucked up shit to the pagans. And then a lot of y'all turn around and say, oh, Christians are a bunch of cucks. Christians are beta males. Christians are all this. I'm like, listen, y'all got to choose one. Either Christians are a bunch of genocidal maniacs and they killed all the pagans or they're a bunch of cucks. They can't be both. And also pagans persecute, or persecuted Christians in Rome. The Roman Empire was still pagan during the Christian persecution. And Christians were persecuted, at least this is what I learned when I was in school. I mean, I went to a Christian school, so I probably got a bit of a biased opinion, but the um, 
the Christians were persecuted because they wouldn't pay homage or they wouldn't bow down to the emperor, basically some authoritarian fucked up shit. Not because they were actually seditious or because they actually did anything. They just didn't pay homage to the Roman emperor. And they acknowledged Jesus as their ultimate authority or, you know, God as their ultimate authority and not the Roman emperor like the other religions would. Now, again, I'm sure there's probably some, some other, some caveats to that. But going off what I learned in school and what I was taught, again, probably that might be, what I learned might be a little dubious, but that's just what I'm going to go off of for right now. So now, this is where some people in the Christian community might get a little, um, might get a little ass blasted, okay? But for the most part, I don't think this is going to be a problem. So anyway, what I want to talk about with you guys is is the phenomenon of mega churches and quote-unquote pop Christianity, okay? One thing that really... One thing, another thing that really pisses me off is these mega churches and these televangelists. These people give Christianity more of a bad name than anybody else. Not even quote unquote like bigoted Christians or like racist Christians or anybody else. It's these people. A lo- look, a lot of people, especially in this day and time, already have a a hard time, you know, believing in Christianity or believing in any kind of religion at all, for that matter, or being seriously committed to religion. And these people exacerbate that problem. I'm sure you guys have seen some of these televangelists like Joel Osteen or Benny Hinn or some of these other people riding around riding around their helicopters and their nice cars and their fancy ass suits. And they basically say, oh, and I'm sure you've seen them say, oh, well, you know, give me X amount of money, I can cure your disease. Or give me X amount of money, I can, you know, help whatever's going on in your life, whatever bad thing's going on in your life, I can make it better. And they act like they're a bunch of miracle workers. Alright, you're not Jesus, man. They're not... Y'all don't have divine powers. You guys are a bunch of fucking con artists. You're snakes. You're wolves in, she- you're wolves in sheep's clothing. You guys give Christianity more of a bad name than anybody else. And I will... Listen, I will say, again, the genuine Christians I've encountered have done a, have done more than enough to denounce these people. They have done more than enough to, you know, distance themselves from, you know, these people who call themselves Christians, use Christianity for their own gain, for their own personal gain. This is another thing that, um, that really, another thing that really pissed me off, the prosperity gospel that these people push. They basically say that, oh, once you, you know, give your life to Christ, your life will basically be peaches and cream, man, that is not true. And it's especially not true for Christians in, you know, the third world, all right, in the developing world, okay? If anything, Christianity will make your life, quote, unquote, harder, per se. You have more enemies. If that's, but, you know, that just means you're, you know, that just happens whenever you take a serious stand for something. You're going to have more enemies. The late Supreme Court Justice uh, Antony Scalia said, to paraphrase him, he said something along the lines of, you know, if you're everybody's friend, that just means you weren't a very good person. Like, I'm not saying going, or, I'm not saying it's good to go around making enemies, but you know what? If you take a serious stand for the truth, and you know, for for morality and for what is right, then you're gonna have enemies. That's just that's just that just comes with the territory. You know, it. Um. So when it comes to Oh yeah, this is a fucked up thing that I really want to rail on Joel Osteen about. He, 
during Hurricane Harvey, that was what, 2016? He wouldn't let people stay in his church. He did nothing to help his community. He did nothing to help those people. And that's not very, uh, that's pretty unbecoming of a so-called Christian, right? That's, that's just something I thought I would point out. Oh, oh my goodness. It, if that doesn't tell you the kind of person he is, I don't know what will. The man's a fucking con artist. All these, all these televangels are fucking con artists. Don't don't rely on them for you know theological knowledge or anything biblical because they don't know it. They don't know what the hell they're talking about themselves. They're using religion for their own personal gain, and that's fucked up. Now, another another uh, another thing in the uh, another thing in the Christian community I want to address is. Uh, Mega churches, right? Not so much, and not so much televangelists, just a lot of these like modern churches. I feel like a lot of these modern churches are basically just, you know, self help cults who just wanna, who just wanna talk about how much they love Jesus. They don't talk about like any, like actual, like biblical matters. They don't, they don't actually challenge a lot of these pastors, these mega churches don't actually challenge their congregation. It's basically like, I was, I was talking to one of my friends about this, my IRL friends about this. I told her it's basically like a Christian version of Dr. Phil. It's just a self, some self-help, some feel-good self-help bullshit. Man, it, it's, uh, you go in there, you, and I've been to, I've been to some of the, I've been to some of these mega churches. You go in there, sing a few songs, and you, you know, you get what go in there, get some warm and fuzzies and get out and just socialize with people. It's, it's almost like it's just a feel good self-help cult in a social club. They don't give you any hard preaching. They don't do anything to challenge you or they hardly do anything to, to actually challenge you and do something that will or do things that will actually help you grow as a believer. That, But again, that's just my opinion. You're free to disagree all you want, but hey, you're listening to this show. So obviously it. Obviously, you care about my opinion to a certain degree. Um, now, that's another thing. And again, this this, this is is more personal and subjective. I know a lot of Christians don't really feel the same. Don't feel the same way I do. They're really gonna take offense to what I'm about to say. But the Christian entertainment industry is garbage, dude. It it you know I'm I'm gonna bring up this King of the Hill episode where. Uh, Hank goes up to some Christian rocker dude and he says, "Dude, you're not you're not making Christianity better. You're making rock and roll worse." And I thought the point of Christianity was to uh, you know, to like be away from the, you know, distance themselves from the world, not become part of it. Again, like again, some of y'all maybe I'm offline here. Maybe there's something that's just not connecting with me that connects with you guys, but Honestly, this is why I lean. I'm more partial to to Catholicism and Orthodoxy more than anything else. I'd rather listen to Gregorian chant and listen to, you know, like you know, traditional chanting music or traditional liturgies, I guess, than um, than you know, a lot of these like so than a lot of these Christian artists that are out today, man. It, it's freaking. This is, uh, but again, this is this is subjective. You don't have to agree with me on this. But this is just what I see. I'm going to call it like I see it, okay? This these this is just why and like Christian movies too. Now, I mean, I've seen a few of these movies. It's just they're just very poorly written. They're it basically just they're they're not very well written. They're just chock full of stereotypes and chock full of, you know, like 
the things you would expect to be in a Christian movie. They don't really like, they're just, they're just very crap, very crappily made. And I, it, it hurts watching them, alright? Listen, I would, I don't mind Christian themes and entertainment. I used to, uh, listen, I used to be a very diehard atheist, alright? I used to freaking, it, like, hearing theological themes or Christian themes and entertainment, like, being exposed to it was like vampires being exposed to sunlight for me. Now I don't really mind. I just don't like the execution. The Christian entertainment industry doesn't do Christianity any better. Doesn't do Christianity any favors. That's what I'm getting at here. But like I said, free country, free to disagree if you want. I'm gonna call it like I see it though. So yeah, guys, what do y'all think? Hit me up in the comments. Uh, follow me on SoundCloud or whatever, whatever other outlets that this podcast is on. Um, you know, if I, I'm, I'm gen, genuinely curious to know what y'all think and hear y'all's out or hear y'all's input. And if there's a, a topic you guys want me to discuss, you know, I'll look over them. And if it's something that I feel like is worth discussing, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it on this show. So, yeah, guys, peace.